Sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's going on, Yoshi girl? DJ Kiggy. And this is Dirty Chris. And this is the Scratch Theory of Texas Podcast. What is going on, y'all? It's your girl, DJ Kick It. And Dirty Chris. Chris, Scratch Theory Tejas. Episode number one. Number one. We are here, man. We're back for the first time. For the first time. We're back for the first time. Maybe the second or third time. But we're back for the first time. (laughs) We're back for the first time, just like Luda. Uh, You know, this is a a revamp of our show. Um, We actually have uh, about two episodes yeah, we had about maybe two, two in. Um, what, what what year did we start that? I was that wasn't last year. That was man, that had to have been already two years. two years ago. So this is a wow. this is a project that we've been having uh, in the works for two years. Yeah, remember we walked up and down rainy. That was cool. Though. Yeah, it was cool. It seemed like a like a blog, but it was definitely dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so Chris, for the people that don't know, what is Scratch Theory? Well, uh, Scratch Theory of Texas. So Scratch Theory of Texas, um, it's, a, it's a movement. It's a, it's a movement where a whole bunch of uh, DJs uh, get to hang out, get to scratch records, get to do all the wiki-wiki stuff that we <laughs> usually don't get to do, you know, at clubs Man. and stuff, or as much, yeah. or as much. Yeah. Uh, but we have a place uh, so that we can, you know, have fun, showcase our stuff, showcase our skills, mm-hmm. learn, network, have some drinks, have some food, yeah. uh, you know, bring in some guests. We had some very special guests in the in the past. So, uh, yeah, that's what we do, man. We just get together. We have fun. We scratch. It, everything's focused on scratching, uh, you know, just so DJs can come over and kick it. Yeah. Hey, hey. no pun intended, pun intended. <laughs> But I don't want to make it seem like I'm interviewing, right? But you came up with Scratch Theory of Texas. And so for the people that don't know, why? So, um... And how did this come about? Well, the the, the scratching scene in Austin had died down, basically, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I used to go uh, to some cut sessions that, you know, no longer exist anymore, so... Wasn't like there wasn't there like a dub school uh, dub uh, dub academy? Yeah, well, yeah, they do different stuff. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, they do different. They're actually like a pretty legit academy, and they teach people how to DJ. Okay, I think they teach how to scratch too, but it's I think they have le- legit courses. But okay. uh, no, uh, yeah, we used to have uh, cut sessions uh, with you know guys that were here even before me. I would think I went to the last one, and it had been about four or five years or so that the scratching scene in Austin was dead. Mm. So I was kicking it with Alde Ray and Cortez once. Yeah, shout out to Cortez, shout out to Alde Ray. And, uh, you know, we were at this venue and there was hardly any people. So we just decided to cut and scratch and stuff. And while we were doing that, I was like, yo, this is, uh, this is pretty cool. We should actually, like, bring this shit to life and get other people to join. I think other people would, you know, would love to do this. And, you know, just talking to people, getting ideas and starting to execute, you know, yeah. execute those plans. And little by little, uh, it became to uh, what it is right now. And I think it's still in its infancy stages. Yeah. Uh, I think we still got a long way to go, but I think we're we're we have uh, pretty good strides. You know, I think yeah. a lot of us uh, came together and, and formed this uh, movement pretty well. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, I know you, you came up with Scratch theory of Texas and I remember you telling me about it and I was like man this is pretty cool like I personally have not experienced anything like that you know the the only way that you learned how to scratch was either on YouTube videos or you just trying to figure it out on your own and and mimic the scratches that you hear on some of your favorite records right and so when you told me about this I'm like wow this is dope and I'm I'm a little baby scratcher I do I make it cute and then that's it and I keep fundamentals exactly I just Keep it cute for, you know, for the gram, whatever, and then we keep it moving. But I personally am, um, I do aspire to do more than just the baby scratch and the chirp, like, and so what I, what you built and what you're building is so dope because for people that don't know, Scratch the Earth Tejas, the events that Chris puts together, it's not just for DJs. Right. We say that it's just for DJs because 
when do DJs really have a chance to showcase their right. scratching in sets? Right. Like you really you can't really do too much of that at clubs or at bars, Mm-mm. much less at weddings or private events, right. right? And so this is a space where DJs can come and show off their scratching yep. skills. But one thing that I that I do appreciate is that for DJs that are not um scratchers per se right, right? or as or, proficient exactly right. or even just the general audience like because i know you've hosted them at at local bars right and so even just their patrons going they can hop on the table right. and realize what it's really like to yeah. have that type of yeah. hand coordination right so i think it's so dope that you put this together um and then now we're going into a podcast. Yeah. I can't scratch, are. but I could definitely talk. No, and so we here. And touching up on uh, what you said about, you know, patrons coming in, uh, you know, there's, there's, you've, you've had gigs where people are like, can I do this on your turntable? You're right. Like, no. Yeah. Well, this is the time and this is a chance for you guys to come in and actually try it out. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's totally, it's totally fine for you to, Come up to the table and, and learn how to scratch. Yeah. That's yeah. what we do. No, I, I love that. I love that. And even even more reason why I personally support you and what you're doing. And you definitely have a whole team oh. now. We have a team. The team's amazing. Shout out to Arlie. Shout out to Lone Star. Sir Nasty. Man. Uh, Crazy Mix. Yes. Uh, yes. Yourself, of course. Uh, and, you know, there's a, a bunch of... Uh, Heavyweight, I call them heavyweight scratchers, you know, because I think about boxing, the heavyweight guys, yeah. they're, they're just big, right? Uh, heavyweight scratchers, you know, Swift Style, Dope Is, uh, mm-hmm. DJ Father Time, DJ Deluxe, and there's, you know, so many other guys that come through, 512 Fred, you know, these guys have their own followings, you mm-hmm. know, on YouTube, especially, you know, Swift Style, 512 Fred, they got their own followings, uh, Dope Is as well, and they come over, they show love, they support the scene, and that is amazing. Yeah, that they come and support. That's like, I, I honestly, I just want to thank each and every one of you guys that shows up because, uh, you know, that's that, that's why crew. we do it. You know, that's why we do it. Yeah, no, I love that. So, one thing I wanted to get into for today's episode is South by Southwest. Oh yeah, man, South by Southwest. Y'all see that? Y'all see that right there? Yes, South by Southwest was nuts. Um, so before we get into scratch theory at South by Southwest, yeah. how is it, was this your first time at South by? No, no. So it's not my first time at South by Southwest, but it is my, the first time that I'm very involved mm-hmm. in South by Southwest. Yeah. Uh, I've done, you know, little showcases here and there. Uh, but that's pretty much it. This is the first time. I mean, it's kind of hard to talk about South by Southwest without getting into scratch theory of the house. Yeah. Southwest, yeah. because that's really what I did the whole week. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. So, yeah. I mean, well, Wednesday, you were there. Yeah. I mean, y'all seen the footage. Uh, y'all seen the pictures on our Instagram. Amazing turnout. It was crazy. It was a great turnout. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think it was the biggest turnout that we've had. Uh, I know the team put in a lot of effort into it. Uh, we did a lot of marketing. You know, we got the T-shirts, we got the merch, uh, we got the slip mat stickers. We had food. Uh, we had DJ Mad. Shout out to DJ Mad. Yeah, shout How, out about to that? How about that? How uh, about that performance from DJ Mad? Oh my God, he man. Let me tell you something. The minute he played, Moke and Steph. Moke and Steph. My God, the minute he played that, and he played, I think he played a Brownstone, If You Love Me. I yeah. lost my mind. I have a huge R&B head. Yeah, oh, for Obviously, sure. 90s. Shout out I'm to a, Rock the Boat. Yeah, hey, that's what's up. Hey, hey. Um, but yeah, like, when I, you know, you kind of expect certain songs to be played when you're listening to a DJ do, like, a, a showcase, yeah. right? Especially yeah. if it's, like, a 15-minute routine or something. Um, if you avidly watch... Um, you know, DJ competitions like right. Red Bull style and all yeah, that, yeah. right? Or three style. I'm probably saying that wrong. But anyway, when you watch <laughs> I get it mixed these, up too, it's okay. Yeah. And and so when you watch these, you kind of have like this expectation of they're probably gonna play this song or this song just because these are amazing songs, yeah. right? But when he dropped some R and B in there, I lost my mind. Like you play some really good R and B, you got me. Yeah. You know, I turn into a fan. And his performance was amazing. It was so cool getting to meet him. Funny thing is uh, he did this twice already. So when I reached out to him, uh, when he gave me his number and I reached out to him to give him the questions that I was going to ask him, 
Um, he's like, yeah, bro, da, 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 no problem, bro. And I was like, okay. And so for y'all out there, it's cool. Like if we know yeah, each yeah. other. I'm yeah, bro. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm bro. Yeah. But we blew I, it up all the time. Yeah, yeah. But after a while, I was like, all right, let me let him know that I'm not a dude. <laughs> just so that way he knows, you yeah. know, the phone number and then later match the face. Right, the phone right, number. right. So right. I told him, I was like, by the way, my name is Carla. I'm DJ Kick It. I'm a girl. Was this over text? It was over text. <laughs> it was definitely over text. You should he, have sent them a selfie. Like, this is me. Right, right. It's, <laughs> he texts me back. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, shit. Let me buy you a shot. And for me, I'm like, I don't want a shot. Buy me tacos. Like, I don't want a shot. Like, I'm cool. I'm not on to anti alcohol, but. And taking shots is not my thing. I'd rather eat, you know. Feed me food. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't buy me a taco. He did buy uh, me a shot. I you, took a. I took a little shot. Matt, you still or some tacos? I owe me some tacos, man. <laughs> but so okay, so that was that. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I was DMing him because a client of mine is looking for a DJ in Dallas. Oh, okay. And so I said, hey, well, he's one of the only ones that I thought of that right. I know does private events. Yes. So weddings, I, especially. Weddings, yeah. right. And so I was like, well, let me reach out to him. He did the same bro shit again. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we are on Instagram now. We have history of a chat. Not only that, but oh, my photo is on there. Granted, my photo, maybe, whatever. But I didn't get mad at him. I was like, by the way, is this Kick It Again? It's Carla, remember, I interviewed you. He's like, oh, oh my, my fucking God. Like, I am so sorry. I'm like, dude, it is all good. Cool. I was like, but thank you for letting me know your availability, whatever. And we did that. So shout out to Matt. I'm just, you know, I'm just joshing him right now. But nah, it's all good. It's all super, good. super, super creative guy. Oh, yeah. He's real cool. It was fun interviewing him. Yeah. You know, um, and just more what he prefers as far as like weddings over clubs right. and uh controllers of with turntables and all that stuff so shout out to shout out to mad but you know one thing that i took out of our scratch theory session at south by yeah. is how welcoming all the djs were yeah how yeah. helpful everybody was yep. with each other yeah. and how welcoming. I don't know if I, that was the first thing I said or not, but how welcoming, yeah. honestly, yeah. everybody was towards each other. Yeah. We had people from all over the world because yeah. it's South by. Yeah. And we were on rainy. We were at placeholder. Shout out to placeholder. Yeah, shout shout out, to, out to Diggy for plugging us in. And Mike. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to them. And so we were there. We, we, you know, the tables were set up in the back amazing backdrop that you have the photo booth. Yeah. I know you were selling merch and all that, but when I started playing, you know, I, I crowd watch, right? right? And so I started watching. I'm like, okay, let me pick this song, whatever, whatever. And when I looked up, I saw Boy Genius amongst other DJs yeah. helping just, I'm going to say regular people. Because yeah. that's not, it's not like, right, we're not right. regular people, but people that are not DJs. Yeah. Come up and they're like, can you <clears throat> teach me? And they're like, yeah, hop on. Yep. And you see people get so excited, like, Oh my god! Oh my I did god. a DJ thing, but I also heard, "Wow, this is harder than I thought." Yeah, it's like, yeah, it, it is. definitely is hard. It, we make it look easy, but it is so hard. So that was the big thing that I appreciated and that yeah. I took out of being at South by there at our session right. was that everybody. It was a whole community thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, with uh, other events that that we've had before, um, you know, it, the same thing has happened. Mm. Uh, we get we get people that show up and there's a lot of DJs that show up and they don't want to go up to the table. Yeah, uh, they, I'm one of them. <laughs> well, you know, people usually think like I'm not good enough to to mm -hmm. get on the table. Yeah. You know, just because, you know, I had this concept of scratch theory, that doesn't mean that I'm the best scratcher. And just because of this, I am absolutely not even the best scratcher at all. However, I love it. And I want to do so much of it that I just decided I think we should all do it, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we've had people that come in and, you know, they're like, yo. And I'm like, hey, you know, what's your name? Oh, I'm DJ such and such. I'm like, cool, man. You're going to jump on the tables? No, no, it's all right, man. I haven't practiced in a long time. I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah. about it. And I've gotten a few to get up there and they're like, thank you. Thank you. Because I was so worried about how I sounded mm -hmm. and, you know, such person's was helping me out yeah, and that was amazing. So yeah, I mean, that's, that, that was exactly the goal that, that we had when we started this whole scratch theory thing is to get people involved. 
Yeah, and and let me ask you something because we may have people that are uh, we'll probably have people that are not DJs listening, right? Right. It's just based on our following. Yeah. So, in your personal opinion, because I can give you mine, but I want to hear yours. Like, in your personal opinion, how important is scratching to a DJ? Like, is it super important in sets? Is it super important to know? Like, what what do you personally think about that? Uh, I don't think that you need to be a scratcher in order to be a good DJ. There's a lot of good DJs that are dope, dope DJs, and they don't cut or scratch mm-hmm. as part of, you know, during their set. Yeah. Uh, I think it adds a little bit of uh, creativeness to your set. And especially if you're showcasing, you know, yourself and people come up to you, they will kind of expect something like that, especially if they see turntables. Yeah. Maybe if it's if there's a controller, they don't expect it as much Mm -hmm. because they don't see the spinning platters. But, you know, you see a turntable, you see a platter, you see a record. Mm -hmm. First thing you do. Yeah. You go do that. So, you know, maybe if you have turntables, I think it's a good idea to maybe just incorporate it a little bit. It's not necessary. You don't have to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I just think it it adds a little bit of pizzazz to to your to your showcase. Yeah, Yeah. I I agree. I think it definitely um, separates you from Mm -hmm. just blending. It definitely adds style to your routines. You essentially... Uh, build your own character, your own style yeah. as as a DJ, right? Like I remember when I started, I started on on controllers right. because I couldn't afford turntables, much less the Serato vinyl. And then learning that you know, I also had to buy needles and all that. Like I didn't have any money for that stuff. I was yeah. just like, let me just get a controller right. and practice from there. And I thought to myself, man, I'm I'm never gonna scratch. Like I. Not that I didn't want to learn. It's just I didn't think it was for me. And yeah. when I got turntables, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so it's much so fun. Cool. Yeah. And then, you know, I tried scratching on controllers. It was just different. Like, right. I definitely needed that that motor, right. you know, the, the, the vinyl. Ro- yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, you can still do it. But yeah, now it can go back and do it because I have a yeah. better coordination. So but... do you think that uh, scratching on a turntable helped you scratch better on a controller? Oh, definitely. Okay. Oh, de- absolutely. Yeah. And I had such a hard time. I had a heavy hand. I was just like, yeah, like if I was cleaning, you yeah. know, like I was scrubbing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and, and for for those that that don't know, like how scratching originated, obviously originated from from New York, birthplace yeah, of yeah. hip hop, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. um, Grand Wizard Theodore, one yeah. of the originators, yep. you know. And when I, if I remember correctly, I won't Google it, but if I remember correctly, I was watching this hip hop documentary, and the way this came about was that him uh, that he was in his bedroom, and he like just so happened to. Pull it back. Pull it back. And he was like, oh, man. And then that's where the scratching started. And it sounds so dope. So when you go back and listen to these early hip-hop songs, you definitely hear it. And I remember, I'm kind of going all over the place now, right? But I remember one of my favorite music uh, concerts to watch is Survival of the Illest. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I have the, dude, I have the VHS. I have the I DVD lost it, but I had it, yeah. and I have the vinyl record. So it's one of my favorite concerts to watch. Yeah. And I watch it cause I'm, I'm a huge DMX fan. And so I remember watching and listening during his set, whoever the DJ was like the scratching wasn't the best, right? but it's crazy how much it has it's evolved. evolved. Yeah. And now you have the crab scratch, the orbit and all these other Two so flares, complex all... scratches. And it's, it's just tons of them. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so I think that knowing even just something as basic as what's called the baby scratch, I think it's it's a fundamental skill to yeah. learn. Um, and then from there, I think you can definitely evolve oh, sure. into so much more. There's a... A DJ, her name is DJ Shorty. I don't know oh, where yeah. she's based out of, but now she does courses. Yeah, yeah. I, I've know? seen that. I've seen that. Bee Junkies, they also do courses yep. on that. And so... Um, who else? Uh, Brolic Army? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, I, I, I know his name. I just can't remember it right now. From the Executioners. Brolic Arm. Okay, it'll it'll come to me. Yeah, yeah, no. But I, no, I th- I sorry, bro. My mind, it's, <laughs> it's early here right now. But, yeah, yeah, very early, hence the sunglasses. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, yeah. So Scratch Theory at Tejas, um, South by Southwest, 
We had some heavy hitters come through also. We did. We had uh, Boy Genius come through. Shout out to Chicago. Uh, DJ Ease. Man, I love Ease. That was DJ big. He, he, he is, I didn't tell him this, maybe he'll hear it, but he is one of my top five yeah. DJs that I love to watch. I yeah. love watching the way he does the beat juggling yep. and all that. He is dope. And I met him last year, but it was just like a quick high bye, right. whatever. And this year, I felt like a total fangirl. Like, he actually came up to me and said, like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, how are you? Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. So they, it was so dope to have so many heavy hitters. Who else Who else came through? Um, you know, the, the thing is that Austin's big uh, – well, Austin has some pretty big scratchers. I mean, Dopez is big. Yeah. He's, he's probably the best scratcher that I've heard. He can do anything with both hands. Yeah forwards and in reverse i'm smiling because he was doing this really what sounds to me complex routine and i'm there like lone star record this <laughs> so i make it seem like is it me or is it him and, and then, he, nah, it was, and it was, then it was him and i was like well of course i would i would not sound I like saw that. that i saw that on your story is <laughs> no, it me or is it dope yeah yeah, yeah yeah he's super cool but yeah go ahead yeah i mean he's always there swift style's always there uh 512 fred and then uh dj father time uh, he's he moved to Austin, but he is a dope scratcher. He mm. he's got such a good technique. He's like a surgeon on the turntables. Uh, DJ Deluxe, he was there too, and he's a, he's actually a battle DJ. He told me that, um, you know. And then RLE's sick with the fucking cuts, man. Man, RLE's yes. sick. Uh, he's always gonna say no. I'm not, you know, whatever. No, he is. He's really really I good with the cuts. RLE, stop. I know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, all I mean, day, yeah, all, all day, day Ray was there. there. Uh, he he's huge supporter. Yeah, you know, I, I he's part of the family because he's got our intro song. Yeah, he he, yeah. he laid that down. So yeah. shout out to All Day Ray for that. And uh, we even had some people from out of town. We had Cali in the building. Yeah, we did. We had uh, Exist. Yeah, and Spinobi. Yep. Uh, yep, yep. So shout out to the Barnyard Show, man. Uh, they came through. Uh, showed some love. Scratched everything. Heck it was yeah. it was it was good to have them too. Yeah. No, sure. South, South by Southwest, man. That's that's the spot. It feels uh, like a like a family reunion, like yeah. a DJ reunion every time. It's fun. It really is yeah. fun. Like, yeah. uh, you know, we know a lot of DJs. Yeah, we know a lot of DJs. most of our friends are DJs. Mm -hmm. uh, we, I know some people are busy and stuff, but y'all should really try to come out and just hang out. It's a good hangout. Yeah. For, and we get to nerd out on DJ shit. Like, when do we ever get to do that? I know, I know my wife gets tired. I'm sure yeah. I talk her ear off about DJ shit. But I mean, outside of your significant other or your close friend who may or may not be a DJ, where else right. can you nerd out on what needles you use, yeah. phase, your what's mixer. the new remix that came out, or you know, yeah. have you tried stems, right. like all that stuff. Like yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. nerd out with anybody else. I, I would like, like to the see, way we nerd out. I would like to see a challenge for the spouses to try to set up our DJ setup for us one day. Oh, Jess will beat y'all. I really? will tell y'all that right now. Yes, I trained my baby so uh. good. Yeah, so she's man, shout out to shout out to my wife. Yeah, she's uh she's helped me so so much um and she knows like my wire management she really? knows like how i position wow. my subs and tops like oh yeah that's yeah, a down ass then man she knows hey. everything and she's uh, i don't know if it's a military thing but she obviously oh. makes sure that like everything is in line like the wires are not that showing a lot. <laughs> yes yeah so she'll be like uh-uh move the table move this whatever so but what I would, I'll, I'll take you up on that. I'll one up you. How about a wife or spouse challenge? Scratching. Oh. <laughs> Jess already told me. She's like, no, this no. is this is way too complex. Yeah, There's too I, many buttons. I think that. It's too much thinking. <laughs> I think that challenge would not even come through at all. But that would be cute to, to it watch. It would, though. That would be super cute. You know cute what? Though. I think I have gotten mine on the turntable once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, just focus on the play button. She was like, mm mm, there's too much. She checked out. And I'm just like, so please, fast. Don't, please don't break my needle. Yeah. Just don't break my <laughs> exactly. needle. That's, that's it. You can learn some other yeah. time, but not right now. I'll, I'll put the face for you. Exactly. So you don't have to break my needles. Yeah, man. Speaking of needles, what, do you, what needles do you use? I have Ortofans. Um, I wish I brought them with me, but I have a pair that looks like those. Okay. And then I have, they look like a like banana. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, just the, banana, the one. Yeah. yeah. I love needles. 
I visit the club ones. You got the green ones. Yes. Yeah, I got those. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love those. And it's a huge difference with that style versus this one the that's on here. Yeah, and and the ones that I have though, they're they're very generic because it was my first pair of needles. Yeah. But now that I've upgraded to these, they are amazing. They sound better. I have tried. I'm already at about maybe 15 DJs that have troubleshooted my laptop to try face. Me one of them. And it, ugh, my laptop is not having it. And I, I don't, I think it worked one time with, uh, with Chorizo Funk, shout out to Eddie. Hey. And um, I think it's because I had like a, a dongle where oh. I had to then use the USB he was using That's for the phase. Yeah, it was crazy. So it worked. But, oh God, a phase is like, I really the death of me. I really don't understand why it wouldn't work because yeah. we use it as deep for the, the the DJs that know we we put it in DVS mode, so there's nothing but time code going into her mixer, <sighs> and it just doesn't pick it up. We've gone through the turntable setting, the yeah. CDJ setting. There's just no signal that goes in. And for the people that don't know what the hell we're talking about, <laughs> okay, so you see the needles right there yeah. on the turntable. So that's typically what DJs use to put yeah. the needle on the record, right? Well, now I think it's Phase, right? Yeah, Where, phase, yeah. Um, okay, so Phase came up with, think about it this way, a Bluetooth version right. of having a needle. So right. the benefit of going that way and what it looks like, it, it looks like a little Lego block. A little rectangle. Yeah, you, you just put it in the middle and then it, by Bluetooth, via Bluetooth, it uh, can pick up the music from your laptop. Yeah. And so think about it as the... The way this would benefit you, the way I see it benefiting is that let's say you're playing at an outdoor event mm -hmm. and it's windy. Yeah. So if the needle's on the record and that right. wind blows, there goes your song. But if you're doing phase, yeah. you can avoid that, right? Also, uh, if there's a lot of bass. Yeah. Because I've, yep. I've, yeah, I've played at some venues where the bass is crazy and the yeah. needle will actually skip. Yeah. Phase will prevent that. Yeah, and so, again, for the people that don't know what that is, that's essentially what, what it is. We can add a link in our video yeah. or in the podcast so you can check it out or just Google Phase, DJ Phase or Phase DJ. Well, I think these are some of the topics that we're going to be having in our you know future shows about you know the pros and cons of all these things because we want to yeah. help out the DJs. Uh, we want to give a little bit of education to the DJs and, you know, our opinions on it and they can form their own opinions off of, you know, what we talk about. Yeah, definitely. I'm super excited that we have a, a space now. We have yeah. a studio to do this in. Um, and then also we we are hoping to bring some of you guys, some of our DJ oh, yeah. buddies out here. <clears throat> Let's talk DJ shit. Um, and then. Uh, either myself or Chris, what we want to do is start posting, you know, the availability for you guys to ask some questions. Yeah. And yeah. it could be questions that may don't need to be DJ related. No, don't no. get too personal now. Not but necessarily. We'll have a segment for that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so speaking of segment, let's get right into it, man. Let me let me let me do a, a quick uh, a quick five with you. All right. I did this with DJ Mad and yeah. uh, I, I loved it. So actually. Let's do this. How about let's get into a DJ horror story. A DJ horror story. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's tell me about a horror story, any horror story what during one of your sets or a DJ anything. I think um I think any DJ's horror story would be equipment malfunction. Man. I yes. think so I'm not even, I'm not going to touch on that. That could just be a plain story for everyone to tell. Yeah. Uh, but my horror story is usually, uh, drunk people. Mm, mm -hmm. So yeah. I was, I was DJing, uh, this boat party and, um, you know, people are drunk, people are dancing and we're on a boat. Yeah. I'm on a boat. Oh my we're God. on a boat oh my God. and my laptop stand is right in front of me. I got a, uh. Rain one, that's what I'm DJing with. And this girl stands up in front of my booth uh, on top of a cooler and she starts dancing. So as she's spinning or turning or twerking or some shit, she knocks my laptop, this laptop, this specific laptop, mm -mm. onto the floor and about this close from the water. Oh my God. That oh, was God. horrible. Uh, she would have been thrown out. Overboard oh my goodness. Fast. <laughs> so the music, it just went quiet because the music went out. And it's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll buy you a new laptop. And I'm just like, 
get the fuck away from me because she, you know, she's trying to help. I'm like, just get the fuck. I'm just trying to see if my laptop is working. Yeah. My laptop actually turned off. So I, you know, those those next thirty seconds, it was the worst time of my life because I had to make sure that oh, okay, I got the Apple, it's running. Okay, good, it works. Oh my God. So there was about, I want to say, forty five minutes left for the party. I stopped the music. I looked at the captain and said, "I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm not playing. Yeah. I'm not done. I'm not gonna have this, because you know this was something that they were warned about before we took off. You know, make sure you guys are aware of your surroundings, all this stuff. That includes me, the DJ. I'm part of the surroundings. Yeah, yeah. We got expensive shit here. This is what we work with. And nope, she to not give a fuck about the DJ. Of course, nobody does. No. Man, let me tell y'all something, man. These, I want to hear yours. I want to hear yours though. These DJ laptops are so expensive. Oh. That's just a laptop. <clears throat> that doesn't include any of the cords or anything like that. So tell your friends to tell a friend. If you're drunk, keep them away from the DJ booth. Drinks. Keep drinks away drinks, from Drinks, even if it's water, juice, I don't care. Um, so I have a 1.5. Okay. So just kind of going off of your boat story. Okay. So fortunately, nothing happened. But I was doing a boat party a few years back. This was like right before, literally the month before COVID okay. hit in 2020. And um, it was a private event. And so it was a like a two-tier boat. So they yeah, had yeah. me at the top level, yeah, yeah. right? And so I'm there and I'm setting up and the guy goes, hey, uh, do you want to maybe tie down your speakers? I'm like... I don't have any rope with me. He's I can like, see where this is going. Man, he's like, I would recommend because it might get a little windy since you guys are going that way. So the way the boat works, we 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 pull out. We usually go to the left. We go a little bit to like uh, Congress Bridge and then come back. Okay. Well, this so because, this is in Ladybird Lake. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so because, Lake, mine was at Lake Travis. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, this was right there downtown. And because this was a, a private party for like three hours, yeah. not only did we go towards like West Austin, but right. we also ended up on the East side. Oh. And so he was like, it gets pretty windy on that side. So, so fortunately he helped me tie everything down. Shout out to him. Wow. Because as we took off, I already felt the table shifting. Okay. My speakers were doing this. And my anxiety was going up. So <laughs> we take off. We're, we're on the west side and everything's cool, whatever, right? And for a little bit, I'm like kind of holding my stuff together. Yeah. But it wasn't until we got to the east side. Dude, at this point, I'm just letting everything autoplay. Yeah. Because I'm playing Tetris. Um, not Tetris. Twister. <laughs> I have my hands on the speaker. I had my hands on the table. I had my foot. On the cord. Right hand speaker. Dude, at one point, table. we exactly, exactly. <laughs> like blue, red, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, dude, we hit this <clears throat> wave. How the fuck there was a wave on this river? Because there never is a wave on that right. river. That river is so calm. Yeah, yeah. We hit a wave oh, wow. and my laptop went whoop. I was like, oh my God, someone Slow please stop it. Yes, like my heart went. Oh, yeah, it was so fucking scary. With the laptop. Yes, I just saw like my whole soul like leave my body. What sucks is that it was so cold because it was so windy. Really? Dude, I'm DJing for my fucking self. I am at the top just the yeah. fuck do you yeah. remember? Like it's just me Everyone's and Earth, Wind and Fire. That's it. Wow. Everybody's at the bottom bundled up and stuff. And once we start pulling in, they're like, you've been here this whole time? Where the fuck am I supposed to go? We're on a boat. Like, Where do you no, think the I music's just, coming exactly. from? Exactly. No, I just decided to go take a swim while you guys were down there. Oh, like, man. come on. <laughs> yes, I've been up here this whole time. Oh, you could have came downstairs. Like, you could have told me that like five wind blows Jesus. ago. So that was that. But my horror story, I've been fortunate that nothing, knock on wood, has happened to my equipment. But this was when I first started back in 2012 mm -hmm. i was at this club i had a mentor at that time shout out to dj dj flip it's been so long since i've, since I've connected with that dude but shout out yeah. to dj flip but anyway he got me plugged into the club i'm djing and the first night he puts me in it's a poker night okay and so they had all the poker tables there at the club and they're like hey this this crowd they love edm so i was like perfect okay in my opinion that is like the easiest genre to mix, yeah. in my opinion, just because yeah. it's, it's just easy and whatever, right? Yeah. So I was like, great. Usually the same BPMs. Exactly. Yeah. Same boonchies, boonchies, boonchies <laughs> type of thing. So I figured, okay, exactly. And I was like, this is going to be fairly easy. Cool. 
the lady, the the main one, she loved me. She was like, you know what? I am throwing a birthday party for my husband and it's going to be here and I want you to DJ it. Great. This is, again, six months into my little baby DJ career, right? Yeah, yeah. So I go, I set up shop, whatever, and I'm playing all the punchies, punchies all night. This guy had, a, he was very notorious for being demanding to the DJ raised how he was like a Karen. Oh. What do you, what is a male version of a Karen? A Ken? I think. Is that, yeah, it's something I like think that. so. I've seen, yeah, yeah. Let's call him a Ken. So that night he got fucked up and became so irate. Oh, His number one request every time I saw him, even up to the party, was uh, Mrs. Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mrs. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Jones. So to this day, I can't hear that song and not think of him. He <laughs> fucked me up. Shout out to my therapist. He screwed me over. He fucked me up. So he requested that song maybe an hour into, you know, the night. Yeah. And I'm playing like, I'm playing like Tiesto, right, fucking right, right. Dead Mouse. Yes, they wake it, Mrs. Jones. So if, fine. If the Spanish comes out. Oh, yes, that's how I feel. If Spanish <laughs> comes out, I'm not happy. Yeah. So there I go, fucking drop the punches, punches, and play Mrs. Mrs. Jones. And he's drunk already, oh, singing wow. his heart out. Comes back maybe an hour before the night ends. I need you to play Mrs. Jones. I was like, I just played it. I don't give a fuck. Play it again. So I'm trying wow. to make him happy. Mind you, this is just six months in yeah, yeah. me DJing, so I don't know better to speak up for myself, right? right? So I'm like, okay. So I play Mrs. Jones right after fucking Lil John or some shit, right? <laughs> so you can see the shift in yeah. the energy. The end of the night, he comes back and he goes, you need to play Mrs. Jones again. I'm like, dude, it's 205. Like, it's a wrap. I need you, grab my fucking controller no. to play this shit again. And I'm like, and I, I turned over to, to, his name was Eric, uh, DJ Flip. And I was like, dude, if he doesn't get away from me, Wow. We're going to have some fucking problems. Wow. And so he walks over. The bartender comes over, grabs him by the arm. Hey, man, that's a girl. I don't give a fuck. He was just gone. Like, you, he couldn't even open his eyes. I Damn. want Mrs. fucking Jones. I'm like, yeah, my God. I'm catching the case. Not that serious. Eric was like, you okay? I was like, dude, I'm, I'm fucking pissed. But this is your guy. And I'm trying to be professional. Oh, no, no. It's going to be okay. I... I played there maybe one more time and then the bar shut down, wow. but I never saw him again. Thank God. But every time I hear Mrs. Jones, yeah. I'm like, oh God, like <laughs> I cringe a little bit. But yeah. that's my horror story. It's just someone was trying to come at me yeah. and I had to refrain from coming outside right. of character. Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's so hard. I think, you know, that's why I said I think uh, for every DJ, uh, equipment malfunctioning is at the base. Mm. But the rest, uh, right above that, drunk people for sure. Yeah. I think so. Drunk people and then drunk, irate, maybe requests. Entitled. Yeah. Yeah. People don't respect the DJ a lot. Man, they don't. And, and you know, and, and I think this right here could be a topic for another yeah. episode. But I strongly feel that a DJ should be respected just as much as a musician. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? I don't think that people really see DJs as musicians. Right. But if you truly sit and watch what a DJ does, and a DJ that is passionate. Yeah, because yeah. there's DJs that are out there. They just play. They, they, they just press but, the button yeah. and that's it. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that have a true passion for the craft of DJing. Yeah. That really have a whole, like, library embedded in their yeah. music library embedded in their mind right. of this sounds like that yeah. this sounds better with this let me lower the pitch on here yeah. let me bring the bass in da, da, da. isn't that kind of like a, what musician does of course you know what i mean in a yeah. sense it's uh like what producers do exactly so you're literally producing a show mm -hmm. a, a perform well uh, a, you're curating music yeah producing at the same time making it sound however it is yeah. that you feel you need to make it sound exactly to make the party better yeah, you know, and, and, and I don't want to make it seem like we're complaining, um, but this is a space to talk about these yeah, things. Yeah, of course. You know, this yeah. is the space to talk about what we go through as DJs, as musicians, yeah. as producers, um, as event hosts, because yeah. you and I both host events, so yeah. we can definitely talk about all that, and it's good to have that conversation because 
then we can educate people yeah. that don't understand or even DJs that want to get into right. things that we do. They know what they're uh, what, what to expect. Exactly. Exactly. So don't play Mrs. Jones. <laughs> oh my god, don't play that shit around me. She will not like I, that. I okay? oh my god, I will throw the closest drink to you. <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh I don't I don't think I have a, a story or a song that got burned into my mind like that. Uh, I but can't. I just I, I don't play I don't I, unless I have to. Um, for like some brunches and shit, but don't ask me for Taylor Swift in between <laughs> playing some fucking twerk ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, the shoulder! Look at the shoulder! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I can't with the Taylor Swift either. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Is there a genre aside from Taylor Swift? Is there a genre that you're like, I just can't get get with this? Um, well, I guess it all depends on on the crowd that you're playing for. Mm. Um, but no, I don't. I don't really have a genre that I just don't actually get into. I think I play a little bit of everything for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually like it too. Hmm. I'm setting you up. Huh. Because I know, I know exactly what. Yeah. <laughs> so for mine is country. I just can't. I like I cannot. I actually tried. Yeah. I tried listening to country. Matter of fact, when I was young, my dad uh, used to listen to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I asked him one time that I was driving with him and I was like, mind you, I was like nine or 10 and I would go work with my dad, you know, on the weekends to go cut yard and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what are you listening to? And then I remember he pops out the tape, yeah. you know, and he shows it to me. I'm like, and the tape caught my attention because it was just a white tape. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is this? He's like, oh, it's country. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and I remember playing it and I kind of liked it. Yeah. You know, but. That was old country though. It was better. Old, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I'll let you say that. But when I got older and I started growing more of an appreciation for hip hop, yeah, R&B, yeah. like all this other stuff, I was like, yeah, that's not for me anymore. Yeah. Right. And so I've done weddings. I've done private events where I've played country. I actually played a whole country wedding for this gay couple. Really? They were so sweet. But the whole wedding was nothing but country. So how did you do that? How did you come up with the playlist? Oh, my God. I asked for help really yeah, yes and sure. and y'all don't be afraid to ask your clients for help that doesn't mean that yeah. you're not knowledgeable which in this case i wasn't knowledgeable yeah. on country but what but the party's for them yeah and so i told them straight up i'm like hey i don't listen to country right what do you mean you don't listen to country it's just not my thing <laughs> but i will shut the show down so here's what i need <clears throat> you to help me with i need you to send me some artists i need you to send me some must play songs yeah country whatever right because then that's gonna help me yeah. Go on. Well, back then there wasn't Spotify. There was YouTube yeah. or Spotify wasn't as big back then. But I can go in and be like, OK, if they like this, let me put it on Pandora. Fuck up my algorithm a little bit and yeah. get suggested country music for a few months. But like, that's what I did. You know, yeah. I was like, OK, well, if they like George Strait, they might like, I don't fucking know who's the next best guy, whatever, <laughs> you know. And so that's that's what I did. I asked for help. But country is just one of those that I just can't. Yeah. I, I've even tried dancing really? fucking country. Yes. Yeah, so I would have loved to see that. I, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I have two left feet for sure. Like I don't even dance now, menos country. <laughs> so <laughs> my suegra was actually getting yeah. married, so we went to El Paso. Okay. And my wife had told me that, you know, she has an uncle who actually sings uh, country. Oh, really? That's like he's funny. an avid, I don't know if he's a karaoke goer or whatever, okay. but he, he sings puts on, good. He sings good. Yeah. I never heard him sing, but I'll take her word for it, yeah. right? And so he was obviously present and he kept requesting country. I played at my suegra's wedding. Uh, or I DJed my suegra's wedding. And he's like, oh, play me this. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Give me your phone. Put it on Spotify. Yeah. Whatever. Knock yourself out. And Jess had told me, she was like, you know, dancing country is kind of fun. I was like, how sway? How is this fun? <laughs> and she's like, it how is. Sway? Yeah, how sway? And so she said, no, no, it is fun. You know, you know how to two-step, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'll try it with you. And so I tried it. Yeah, no, dude, I didn't step all over her <laughs> nice shoes. No, I was like, yeah, this. So, so I tried. Country's out. I I tried. I can't. I tell people straight up. Look, this is not what I do. This is not my forte. If I can't get into, and this is important for DJs to know, and important for anybody to know, right, really, right? If you can't get into the music that you're DJing, mm -hmm. it's gonna come off. Yeah. I've faked the funk before, and I'm already <clears throat> at a point where I'm like, yeah. I just can't. I, yeah. That's just how passionate I feel about you're it. You're going to have a miserable time DJing yeah, something like, that you really don't want to. Yeah, like, when is this fucking song over? And it goes, <laughs> it goes the same for venues. If if that venue is not for you, then don't try to DJ that venue. Yes, 
exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, I think that's a very important topic that we should touch up on, you know, with our future guests and stuff like that. Because, yeah. you know, we have guests that DJ at certain places only. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some that only do like bar rest, like, for example, like bombshells. You know, that's a different that's a different environment mm-hmm. than what you would have at Malavida. Yeah. That's just yeah. completely different. Yep. So how do you navigate around that crowd? How yeah. do you read that crowd? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you just do what you want to do? Uh, do you let the people, you know, dictate what they want to hear? Do you take requests there? I think those are all valid uh, questions that we should have for our future guests, you know, definitely. Yeah, and it's important also to network and go check out that venue too because yeah. you don't want to just look at it from the Instagram perspective and right. be like, man, this is, would be a cool place for me to go DJ at, but yeah. if you can't read the crowd, you don't like yeah. the music, then how are you going to do it, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. No, I, All I right. agree 100%. Let's get into this gun to actually water gun. Water gun. Water gun. <laughs> pew, pew to your head. So I'm going to run these by you. You tell me. All right. Controller or turntable? Turntables. Same. All right. Sink or no sink? Uh, no sink. I say in moderation. Uh, I, I I do use sink sometimes. How I mean, just gun in my head, no no sink. Yeah. But I have used uh, sink before uh, plenty of times mm-hmm. to do quick mixing. Yeah. Super super yeah. quick mixing. Uh, it's you know it, it's the, the the whole topic of sync, and I think that should be a whole topic on its own. Uh, it's just crazy to me. There's a lot of DJs that you know they look down on other DJs for using the sync button or not whatever. I've used it. I still use it. I don't use it all the time. Most of the time I don't. But if you got Rain 12s or if you have a controller, it, it's no different than sliding your pitch to a certain yeah. BPM than to press a button. Yeah, yeah. It, it's no different. And for the people that are listening that don't know what we're talking about, there is a um, a button on your controller or um, there is a table. feature Yeah, on your turntable. Actually, the features in Serato or your software where you can automatically or the system will automatically sync yeah. Two songs at the same tempo. Right. How about that? I'm trying to keep it very basic. Right. The same beats per minute. Exactly. So if I have a song, let's say Lemon by Farrah and Rihanna. Right. I think that song is at about 90 BPMs. Mm-hmm. And let's say I wanted to bring in some other hip hop song that's maybe 95. Right. So I can hit this sync button and it'll automatically put both songs in the same tempo. Right. Sounds fun. What Chris is alluding to is people that just automatically do that without training their ear right. to beat match. Yeah. Right. And I think that could be another topic too, is yeah. like the vinyl records versus like yeah. the MP3s and all that stuff. Right. But that's kind of what it is. And, and, and I say in moderation because I use sync a lot yeah. because I do a lot of quick mixing. Right. And I also like to do different transitions from different BPMs. Yeah. So if I have a song that's like 115 and I want to play something that's like 70 BPM. Yeah then that's where I'll use sync where like I can start doing the yeah, down yeah. pitch or something. And essentially what you're doing <laughs> is uh, you're making a, a transit, you know, there's transition tracks. Yeah. Where you would yeah. have like a transition track from 115 to one and to 70. And the song will do it for you. Yeah. Right. So in, in a sense, that's kind of a little bit better because you're actually doing it yourself. Yeah. Instead of loading a track that's already done it for you. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. That's why I say like in moderation because I don't, you wouldn't want to rely on it because yeah. if you're put in a situation where you, your hand's not that fast to go onto your laptop, click on yeah. sync, or what if you are on turntables? What if you do get an opportunity to like spin real records? Right. There's no sync button there. There's none. You know what I mean? And sometimes if your beat grids are off, mm-hmm. they're not going to, it might sync in the computer, the markers. Yeah. But the actual song, if it's not beat gridded, properly exactly it's it's not going to sound right yeah. so, so you're going to have to beat match that by yeah. ear so kids learn the basics yep. and train by ear beat matching 101 exactly mm-hmm. so speaking of serato vinyl serato or vinyl uh i'm gonna go with serato i'm gonna okay. go with tractor oh god i'm gonna go with tractor. oh god <laughs> however i do use serato because you know uh the video feature you can do Serato mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. And most of the DJs use Serato, so if we go back to back. Yeah. But uh, I do I do use Tractor. Oh, my God. I tried using Tractor when I first started, and it was, like, overload. I was like, holy shit. I felt, yeah. I felt like I was looking at a screen, like, to fly a plane or something. Like, it was just too much for yeah. me. You see, I'm, I'm always against the grain. My yeah. friends know it. I always go against the grain. So between Tractor and Serato, I'm going to go with Tractor. Between yeah. Pioneer and Rain, I'm going to go with Rain. Have you tried Rekordbox? 
Yes. What do you think? It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's all it's all the same, especially when you use the S11, mm. because you can use it opens uh, the DVS for RecordBox. Okay. Uh, so if you have the S11, the S9, any of the Pioneer ones, they will open RecordBox. Mm. So yeah, I, I bought some uh, time codes just in case I ever play with somebody that has RecordBox. Record yeah, I could use it too. Yeah, I tried Rekordbox a few years back. Um, the beat grids threw me off. Yeah. And I'm one of those where I have to see the song the song wave, I guess, or the track yeah. moving in real time. Okay. And what I noticed, <clears throat> like in Serato, like if the song's going like this, it's the yeah. wave's going like this. In Rekordbox, it's like it's like yeah. very slow and i'm like oh my god that throws can you me. adjust that though i don't know hmm. if anybody that plays on record box if they know how to do that let us know yeah. i have no clue the one thing that i really liked about record box was that it it gives you an option to have suggestive tracks really that was so dope so oh, if cool. i'm playing let's say let's say i'm playing some k yeah i got some k going if i have that option open It'll tell me based on, I have sections like based on the mood, based on pitch. Based so it's its on own medium. algorithm. Yeah. And it'll tell me, hey, these are some songs that you wow. may want to try to mix with it. Okay. And that was super cool because really? for someone like myself, like my mind is going 100 miles yeah, an yeah. hour. I, I can't speak for any other DJ, but I can't imagine a DJ just being there bored like, all right, I'm going to play this one. Like for me, I'm like, okay, cool. Where do I want to go next? Let me look up at the crowd. They're feeling that song. Okay, they're going to like this one. Yeah. Like we're working. Yeah, yeah. My mind is going on a thousand. And so for something like that, I, that's, that, I think hmm. I could see that coming in crutch, especially if you're like the last 10 seconds yeah. of that song. Cause that's happened to us where we're like yeah. last 10 seconds of the song. And I'm like, Fuck, I'm still trying to figure out yeah, yeah. a song to bring in. I might just reloop it. So that feature was really cool. Um, I'll have to look into that. For yeah. Sure. For me, vinyl or Serato, I think on this one, I'm actually going to go with vinyl. Yeah, you do a lot of vinyl shows. Man, I, I don't think people, I don't get hired for a lot of vinyl stuff. Right. And and that's okay, right? Because there's still so much that I'm learning. Um, but man, I have so much more appreciation. Yeah, of course. For the craft <clears throat> yeah. when playing in vinyl right i mean there's I, no I sync button vinyl. there's no restart button there's no real like you are on your toes yeah you know what i'm saying and to be able to train your ear to beat match right without just dropping it on the one right it's like a whole respect yeah. so shout out to all the vinyl djs out there i've been learning from y'all i've been watching y'all so i have such a appreciation for yeah. that I, I started i started with vinyl because you know, <laughs> i started uh, back in 97 or so. Oh, man. So there was no Serato back then. Yeah. So everything yeah. was in vinyl, and I started with vinyl, um, which was, it was important for me to have uh, doubles, especially for albums that had uh, instrumentals in them. Because mm -hmm. what yeah. I would do is I would mix in the instrumental. Yeah. And then I would quickly bring in the, the, the same song. song. Yeah. But with the actual lyrics yeah. in it. So I kind of yeah. made my own intro. Yeah, all manual. Right, exactly. just manual. It's yeah. like throw in the throw in the, the instrumental, and there it goes. So as soon as it's out, you switch, you scratch it in, and yeah. boom. You, you know, it, it was... sounds like a lot, but you appreciate the Serratos and yeah. all that even more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, but, it's actually helped me get sharper, too, when it comes to transitions. Yeah. Because here, you have to, like, really pay attention. very creative. With so it. then when you come here, and you have a software that kind of gives you a little boost, yeah. it becomes so much easier. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Let's see. Requests or no requests? I do take requests. <clears throat> I, I take considerations. I don't like to call them requests. Yeah. Because somebody might come in and uh, and I'll be like, hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. However, that might not be the song that I'm going to put right away. But um, I, sometimes it just lets me know that it's time to change the, the <clears throat> tempo. Yeah. So I, I like to call them uh, considerations. They're considerations. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool with request. Um, it's the entitlement piece for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I just <clears throat> what is happening? It's the entitlement that comes with the request that is just I, I can't. Yeah. You come up to me, you want to hear whatever song, you don't know any better, fine. I'll take it into consideration. Right. But if it's the I'm leaving right now and you need to play the shit right now, or I'm standing in front of you staring at you until you play my mm -mm. song. 
or Mrs. Jones type of <laughs> bullshit. No, I can't. Yeah. That I cannot. And for the most part, I'm the nice one. I always tell my wife, I was like, between me and you, I'm the nice one. But man, when it gets too pushy, I'm like, look, I don't want to come out of character. I don't like being ugly, but I'll get out of my face with yeah. this shit. Yeah. Biggest tip for request. What is the biggest tip you've gotten from a request? Um, <clears throat> The biggest tip. Yeah. Uh, hundred bucks. Same. Yeah. So let me tell y'all something, man. This is when all that shit talk I just did goes out the window. You want to hear Mrs. Jones and you dropping a hundred bucks or more or a thousand? I'll play you all the Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Jones coming with right the, up. The, we gonna put this bitch on replay <laughs> the whole night. That's it. Yeah, yeah hundred bucks yeah, for sure. Bar, club, or wedding? Uh, I want to. I mean, well, you know, Austin's a lot of bars. I do mostly yeah. bars. Uh, I've done clubs. I'm going to go with bars just because it's what I do the most. Yeah. 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 I am shifting from weddings, from clubs to bars. Oh, you do corporate too. I do. I yeah. do corporate. And so how about the, uh, private events? That that I that I'd love to do, and not that weddings are not private, but right. there's a big difference, yeah, right? Yeah. Like corporate events, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, corporate events, and all the other ones I'm thinking of fall under corporate events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love doing those. Yeah. I, that I do love to do. Weddings, I'm I'm walking out the door already. Yeah. I'm walking out the door. That it's not for me anymore. I'm really good at it, but I just it's tiring. I think uh, I think we'll have a good conversation when Arlie comes on because he does a lot of weddings. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, we we definitely pocket that. But bar for me all day. Yeah, yeah, especially brunches. Yeah, brunches, oh, brunches are fun. Brunches are fun. Yeah, yeah. And I get to come home, wash my laundry, mm-hmm. all that. Eat, good you get stuff. to eat while you. I there? get to eat. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Favorite DJ brand. Uh, DJ brand. Yeah. Are we talking equipment? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. Equipment, laptop, bags. All right. So mixer, my favorite mixer is my Tractor Z2. Okay. After that, my Rain uh, 70. Tractor. Yeah. <laughs> After that, my Rain 70. Mm. And last, I'll put Pioneer. Okay. I like Newmark, though. I actually New- started with the Newmark. Yeah, Newmark's got good entry-level stuff. And yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're great products, so yeah. Yo, shout out to Newmark. When I started, I started with a... Newmark iDJ Pro. Yeah, yeah. Man, because I had a, a an iPad. I had went back to... I was going to say, you have to put yeah, an iPad I, or something. I had an iPad, and I was like, I, I don't have a lot of money to like spend on this stuff. I was just getting back into like my master's and all that, so all my money was going to school. And uh, yeah, I saw this controller, and yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this is really cool. The only thing is I was only limited to the songs on my iPad. Yeah. So someone obviously had a request and having my iPad yeah. was the, the chingaste. That was back in the day, though. So long ass time ago. Yeah, yeah long ass time ago. But um, for sure, brand uh, Native Instruments tractor. Native Instruments. Yeah. yeah. So my favorite right now, I love Pioneer products. Yeah. I love Pioneer, although they pissed me the fuck off when <laughs> the SX3 came out. Okay. Because yeah. there was a whole line of defective ones. Oh, and so I unfortunately batch. was winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, and I had God. one of those that was defective. So then when I sent it back, I got a new one. Then the it, new one started fucking up. Oh, man. And no. I had such a hard time getting it fixed. Yeah. So it kind of stings a little bit. But other than that, I love Pioneer. I love my S9. Right. I'm still getting used to some of the newer stuff. Yeah. But I love my S9. Um, turntables... Uh, also, I, I love my SR, uh, SRT 1000, another mm-hmm. Pioneer product. But outside of Pioneer, I love your Denon turntables. Yeah. And those are discontinued. But, yeah. oh, my God, if I ever find them used or if you <clears throat> want to sell them, <laughs> you just let me know. But I have a Reloops MK, Seven, M- MK7. 7,000. 7, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I love them. I love the torque on them. Yeah, they're pretty um, good. Yeah, I, I love those. So Pioneer. Uh, reloops, reloops are are dope. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think uh, my Denon VL12s are the best turntables for me. Yeah. Uh, you know these are the MK7s. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to DJ Potato for uh getting me these, uh, hooking me onto these. Uh, they're pretty these good. Are nice, man. Yeah, they're good. Um, but I'm just one of those guys that goes against the grain, like I said, and Technics is not the end all be all for oh me. my god didn't we not hear this bullshit someone commented with uh, the turntables that we had 
or that y'all had because I didn't set up anything. I don't want to take credit for the guys that set it up, but yeah. the turntables that were out, yeah. we had someone comment. This on is at South media. by Southwest, by the way, our cut session. We had someone comment on a Facebook post. It was a picture that they took, yeah, and they said no techniques, right? Or how come there were no techniques right. or whatever. But that same person that said that said, well, I'm not a scratcher, but right. if it were me, I would only want to play on techniques. So I want to I want to talk to him, Chris, formally address that comment. So, you know, the turntables that we use at our cut sessions, they are all turntables that are very, very good for scratching. The scratching community loves using these specific turntables, and that's why we have them. Um, what brands were they? So I use the Newmark TTX mm-hmm. with the straight arm. Okay. Uh, those have amazing torque, and they're uh, they're a favorite of a lot of cutters and scratchers. Yeah. Uh, and we also use the uh, Vestex, the PDX. Mm. Those are really good scratch turntables. They have high torque. Uh, they have stable tone arms. They're I, I put I try to put nothing but straight tone arms in the cut sessions uh, because a lot of the scratchers love straight tone arms for scratching yeah uh and of course like i said those turntables are perfect for that so for scratching it doesn't have to be a technics turntable right it doesn't have to be there's other turntables that are just as good we also use the stanton uh straight 150 Mm -hmm. which is an amazing that's a tank of a turntable so yeah of course techniques is always going to be the industry standard uh techniques is always gonna you know be that the michael jordan of right of turntables but there's there's other turntables that are just as good, maybe even better. It's just the purists out there. Yeah. So. And and I I added my two cents on there, you know, respectfully, right? Like, hey, hey. if you're in the Austin area, and you want to use techniques, mm-hmm. bring it, bring them. Yeah. Bring them, and we'll use techniques. Yeah. But, you know, it's just it's unfortunate that you still have people out there that feel a certain way about just people trying to make a space of for course. the culture. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I've, I've actually posted on our Instagram that, you know, we're going to have a cut session. If somebody wants to bring their equipment, uh, you're more than welcome to. And it was crickets. Yeah. So. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, but Chris, I'm so excited that we got this up and running now. Yeah. We have a space to do this in. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to get into some of these DJ topics. Yeah. We'll, we'll have some, some guests come out here. Um what what do you have coming up? When's the next Scratch Theory Texas oh. event? Because I've got people in my DMs asking. I got people even from Mexico yeah. asking so they can come up here. Um, I think we're going to shoot for May. Okay. Uh, I don't think okay. we should oversaturate it. Yeah. Uh, I think we want to give people something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, and it gives us time to prepare because uh, we, all, we all have busy schedules. You mm-hmm. have an extremely busy schedule. I have an extremely busy schedule. Uh, our Elise, or Nasty, Lone Star, all the guys that helped put it together, they all got busy schedules too. So, you know, it, it takes it takes a lot of communication, you know, back and forth between all of us to to make a cut session happen. I wish it was yeah. easier, but unfortunately it's not as easy, but we have fun doing it. Yeah. And we do it for everyone to come in and join us. So. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So y'all keep an eye out for the next one, man. Chris, what else you got coming up, man? Uh, man, I do photography. So I think the rest of the weekend I'm going to be doing photography. Amazing photographer. Amazing videographer. Yeah. He's done highlights of our Rock the Boat parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely done some shots for me, yep. for uh, one of my boxing trainers. Yeah. So y'all look him up. Instagram. What's your website? Dirty Chris ATX on, yeah, on Instagram. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still working on all my media stuff and everything and you know, I, I hope to, you know, just be more of a creative person and just put put stuff out there. Yeah. What do you got going on? My God, what do I not have going on? I know. <laughs> Man, all right. So I've got I've got a three day real estate conference okay. that I'm DJing. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. Like I'm DJing their their welcoming reception there, yeah. and it's it's this a uh, conference that is hosted by uh, the Robinsons, and so their audience is young investors, people that invest in like Airbnbs. Oh. And so I, I think that whole three day conference is 
more like tips yeah. on how to keep up their properties okay. and how to invest in more. So I will definitely be taking notes. Yeah. But my duties will be to supply the music for, yeah. for the conference. I'll be working with this MC out of um, California, uh, Ray on the mic. So hmm. super cool dude. Had a conversation with him. So I've got that coming up. Um, I've got a few private events okay. lined up. Um, next week or two weeks from now, I'll also be at Malavida. On Tuesdays, we do an event called Papi C. It's mm-hmm. a Latin gay night. You yep. don't have to be gay to show up. You yeah. just come out, listen to some fun uh, Latin music. There's a lot of beautiful people, though. There are a lot of beautiful people, beautiful people of all colors, of all walks of life. Yeah. So it's all nothing but respect, all nothing but love there. So I'll be there. But yeah, man, I've got I've got that big conference coming up and along with just some other private events. Tell them about uh, your website, your merch. Oh man, yeah, www.djkickit.com. Um I am in the works of doing something special with Banzugo. Okay. Uh, Banzugo yeah, yeah. is the platform that I use for my website, kind of right. like Square or Wix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just personally chose Banzugo because it was more catered to right, you told me that. musicians. <clears throat> yeah, so for people that don't know, definitely check out Banzugo. Check out my website. I have a lot of stuff on my website, so I am working with uh with my wife who yeah. is also a designer. Right. Um, so we're kind of putting our heads together to see how I can kind of rebrand my website. Yeah. But Bandzoogle is a platform that I vouch for big time because the templates are easy. It's all catered to musicians. Right. Um, I sell my merch there, so I definitely have uh, kicking merch. I'm not wearing any right now because it's a little cold outside. Yeah. But I've got um, No Pasa Nada t-shirts. Yep. I worked with the local artist. His I name got is... one of those. Yes, you did. I appreciate you, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with a local graffiti artist. His name is Bricks, and he actually uh, did the artwork that is on my bandana. Right. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's on my website, djkickit.com. Uh, check that out. Um, and I am super excited to announce that our Rock the Boat pool parties oh, are coming back. That's right. You were working on Yes. That. So we've, we've got that confirmed with the hotel. You locked that in. We locked it in. Yeah. Uh, there is one date that we may move around simply because it falls on Father's Day, which is in June. Okay. So I want to be respectful to the fellas, yeah. uh, even though they tell me nobody cares about the dads. Mm. I care about the dads. Mm. I care about my daddy. So I, I want to make sure that yeah. that day is respected. But we've got the dates locked in. Uh, first date, I believe, is going to be May 20th. Okay. So that is just three days after my birthday. Wow. So want to try and kick it off with a bang, celebrate my birthday. I want everybody to come out. So uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram, DJ yep. Kick is 17 Rock the Boat ATX right. uh, for more updates. Chris, where can they find you? Uh, I'm mostly on Instagram. Like I said, Dirty Chris yeah. ATX. Uh, you'll find my photography stuff in there. You'll see the Scratch Theory of the House uh, Instagram there. Um, yeah, that's basically where i'm at yeah. djs and people watching people listening man if you got any questions if you have any topics that you want to get into if you want to see your favorite dj come up here we may not get jazzy jeff right away not, we working not right on away. it yeah, yeah we working on he hasn't responded <laughs> but let us know what you want to see what you want to hear what you want to get out of the podcast because like i said this is going to be a space for us to talk dj shit yeah talk non-dj shit yeah and uh you let us know what you want to hear what you want us to, to i guess talk about right now they could start by putting in the comments yeah dm us dm yeah. dj kick it dm me dm you know scratch see what that has uh instagram you can DM any of the guys, Aurelie, Sir Nasty, Lone Star. You can DM any of those, and we'll we'll, we'll get to those questions, yeah. and we'll make a topic out of it. We'll make a good show out of it. Scratch Theory of Texas, episode number one, is in the books. Hey. We fucking did it. All right, y'all. Much love, peace, and love. DJ Kick it. I am out. Dirty Chris. Peace. <laughs>